We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning isn't everything, but it's the only thing. In our business, there is no second place. Either your first or your last. Exactly two minutes remain in this football game. Dallas leads Green Bay 17-14. Shar on third down. Third and goal. Quarterback. Three seconds left. Green Bay Packers are going to be world champions, NFL champions for the third straight year. Far. Lays it up for Freeman and it's incomplete. And or did he cave in the catch at the 15? Yes. What are they gonna roll it? He caught it? Touchdown! He did what? Rogers in trouble. It's gonna get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone! It is caught for the win! Richard Rogers! With a walk-off touchdown. The final snap of Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk of the Tundra, your Green Bay Packers podcast for the Eurostep Podcast Network and the Blue Wire family. As always, I am your host, Dumak, and joining me for... The 65th and change-ish episode is my co-host, Jordan Tresky. Jordan, how are you doing, buddy? Doing well. How are you? Uh, flustered, but we're getting through it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've always done this intro once or twice before. Twice. I can't remember. Twice, yeah. Twice. So this is thrice. Three, third time the charm. Right, Jordan? Yes. yes. Perfect. If you're a loyal listener, you know what this episode's already already about. We're going to do a tour around the NFC. Did the AFC last week, doing the NFC this week, concluding with the Green Bay Packers. So, um, as the title card says, and as the title says of this podcast, a lot of change in the NFC. A lot mm-hmm. going on, a lot of changing of faces, changing of teams, a couple teams getting better, as you'd hope. A couple teams getting uh, significantly worse, as you'd expect. So, I think, without further ado, we just hop right into it. And we start with uh, Andrew Snyder's own. NFC South Carolina Panthers. Jordan, tell me about the Panthers. Um, made some had had we're at the center of the offseason, mm-hmm. uh, especially through the draft. Made some big moves, um, some of which may have been uh, 
<laughs> critically uh, uh, rejected, I guess is the right word, right? I think so. I'm not entirely sure what you're alluding to, but we're talking about Bryce Young, like making the not oh. Bryce Young himself, but the process of you know making the big swing for. I wouldn't say rejected because that makes it sound like David Stern rose from the dead and said football reasons you can't make that trade but criticized i would criticize yeah i would definitely go with because that was a lot of picks <laughs> it was a lot of picks a lot of picks from a team that wasn't all that good to get with they were actually let me bring up their standings i forgot to do this before we started recording uh for a third time now i am flustered <laughs> the panthers ended up finishing better than you thought though they were seven and ten still not As, the best as was three of the other or two of the other NFC North teams. So anyway, uh, yes, NFC South. God. Ugh. Anyway, uh, let's go through the resignings. Uh, brought back Shaq Thompson. Brought back uh, Bradley Bozeman. They brought back their kicker Eddie Pinheiro. They brought back a player named Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, Do you think the Michael there. Jordan uh, moonlights as? Yeah, as a Panthers player, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. he's obviously not an owner of the Hornets anymore. But he's not really built like a left guard, but he's got the the attitude for it. He does have the attitude for it <laughs> and the the jeans, as uh, in the actual jeans that he wears. No, his Levi's. His Levi's, yes. Um, made a lot of changes as we talked about arrivals. A lot of ready? signings. A lot. A lot of, of signings. signings. Miles Sanders from Philadelphia, running back. Adam Thielen. Von Bell from Cincinnati. Hayden Hurst, also from Cincinnati. Andy Dalton, who <laughs> used to play in Cincinnati. <laughs> DJ Chark. Eric Rowe. Uh, now we're getting in the weeds with Damian Beard, a wide receiver who's kind of bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of free agent signings. Washed or not, Adam Thielen. Curious on your opinion. I would say he's, I don't know if wash is the word I would say, decline. I, I think would definitely say. this feels extremely similar to the Jordy Nelson Raider season. I think that is a very apt comparison. Yeah, just like he, he'd already been kind of phased out with the Vikings too. Right. The last couple of seasons, like he was still like a relevant player, mm-hmm. but like the years that he was, you know, doing Wes Welker type things of like just catching 120 passes or whatever it was. It right. was long gone. Right. Um, drafts. Bryce Young, big one. New quarterback. Fu- quarterback of the future. All that stuff. Um, also got Jonathan Mingo, who mm-hmm. was kind of lauded as a, you know, uh, nice depth wide receiver behind like the first, you know, day one guys that we you know hoped maybe the Packers would look at or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, immediately got a, got their quarterback of the future and maybe got their you know number one wide receiver of the future too. They need him after DJ Moore left. That is the big one. The big kahuna. Also, Sam, well, Big Panther. <laughs> the Big Panther on that statue that Jerry Richardson built of himself. Yeah, remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, departures, DJ Moore, obviously. Sam Darnold, Deontay Foreman, 
also had been in the mix with their running back core yeah. last couple of years, but obviously always, with Miles Sanders there. Always uh, kind of in the mix for the starter whenever Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Oh, uh, yes. Either him, That's or, right. either him or Chubba Hubbard. Strong name alert, by the way. Ch- yeah. The, the handcuff if you're playing fantasy football. Yeah. That was you had to have both of them because you just, you just couldn't know. Yeah. But yeah, DJ Moore so, going in the Bears trade for number one overall pick to get Bryce Young. So that was the and new coach Frank Reich. Yeah, too. I should have included in arrivals. Yeah, um, that'll be an important one for sure. That that was the Panthers offseason. I forgot to get, I forgot to get over unders up. Oh no! How am I going to do this? I'm flustered. We're flustered, folks. <laughs> You'll buy time. The Panthers over under is. Still, I'm gonna six and a half. Vamp because the, that website did have, even though they advertised it. Ah, seven and a half. Seven and a half. That is high. Yeah, that's too high for my blood. I'm already gonna go under. Yeah, me too. I think they're young. I think they have the thing they need in their quarterback. Hopefully, but I also believe that um there's just not a whole lot around them to be able to be able to compete. Like the the names that they signed sound nice between Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, and Hayden Hurst, but those guys aren't like particularly Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst are not really gonna make or break an NFL season to Miles Sanders could do wonders. I don't he know. Could. How, uh, I just but don't Yeah, I, I agree the two the other two are not like for a, that's gonna carry your offense. For a young team that just traded away its best receiver and has a rookie quarterback like i don't expect miles sanders to be able to um carry that load as much as um they would like him to i'd imagine because their only other receiver like the receiver depth chart is not great adam thielen dj chark terrence marshall jr jonathan mingo and then chark is a good one chark but is, again not not yeah. a one that would you know again he's a solid two or three guy receiver he's not a one which is i forgot they have chenault too yeah so, he was like fine last year. They, they have a lot of wide receiver twos, yes. which is a, not the best place to be. Speaking from experience, last year as Packer fans, of course. <laughs> their their yeah. key to success would be strong offensive line. So Miles Sanders just does wonders. Yeah, and their defense playing well because they still have Brian Burns. Casey mm-hmm. Horn was a top draft pick a couple years ago. I believe he's had injury issues so that is kind of complicated things, he is questionable like, right now so <laughs> yeah i saw that on the street um it's <laughs> throwing me up um but like that is kind of the recipe for any team that has a young quarterback at mm-hmm. the center uh packers included that you just rely on the running game your defense playing you know to average or above standards mm-hmm. or above average um, and just kind of doing things that way. But the one thing is this is a division that is not strong in any way, no, but there good. could be, there could be a team that does differentiate itself over the time. Certainly could. That'd be the Tampa Buccaneers. Just me. That would not. <laughs> That would not be. Um, let's go through the re-signings. Shaq Mason, 
quality offensive lineman back. Yeah. Lelante David, the Iron Man. I feel like he's been playing for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Jamal Dean, uh, Nick Leverett, Anthony Nelson, Russell Gage. They all came back. Um, I mean, it kind of, that thins out at the end of it, but yeah, the yeah. top top names are still back. Their defense is still intact in some ways. De- that defense is still good. Still good. Like it's, it's they're they're gonna hang around in games, but it, the, I get worried about the offense. Yes. Also, FYI, they did not keep Shaq Mason. He went to the Texans. Just FYI. Damn. Over the cap, got me. Okay, that's all right. No, um, I think the well, then uh, that changes things a little bit. Yeah, they still have Shaq Barrett, but not Shaq Mason. Maybe that's right. No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it, matter. It does not matter. Um. Anyway, arrivals. Uh, I also, if you, as we go through the list, I did it by snaps. Uh, a percentage of snaps. Yeah. So it's gonna, so you'll see bigger names towards the end of the list that I'm talking about, but that was based on the list that I was mm-hmm. pulling from. Um, Matt Feller, he's a left guard for them. Yeah, from the uh, from the Chargers. From the Chargers. Uh, Greg Gaines, leave Rams. Uh yes. Uh, inside D lineman from the from the Rams. Another Rams uh, player, Baker Mayfield. Possible starting quarterback. I mean, either him or Kyle Trask. Like, it ain't pretty. No. They also sent John Wolford, who is also of the Rams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Neal, safety. Chase McLaughlin, kicker. Chase Edmonds, the running back that has kind of bounced around from. He was all uh, Arizona. Do Miami, I think Miami, then Denver. Denver. I think he was part of. He, I don't know that, if he was part of the, the trade. Chubb trade. Yeah. So um. Now down yeah. in Tampa, back in Florida. Definitely Baker Mayfield leads off that list, considering just you know what position he plays at. Right. I think they're going to be okay, but we'll see how it goes with the the the, the bigger problem are the departures. Yes. Um. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, yeah, uh, even with how well, or not well, but uh, he played last year, that was still a big hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Edwards, Donovan Smith, we could add Shaq Mason to this list. Um, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Keanu Neal. Still unsigned. Still unsigned. They had, them and uh team that we'll get to later, there's a lot of players that just left and have not been signed from years. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely weird. Yeah. Definitely weird. Um Keanu Neal, safety, that was kind of a coup for them. Uh I think he was from the Falcons or something like that too. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones didn't really do much of anything. No. Akeem Hicks forgot that he was on Tampa Bay. He did a lot of things. Not Logan so Ryan. In years prior. Yeah. Yeah. William Golston, Scotty Miller, the NFC championship killer for <sighs> the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of core pieces there too. Yeah, particularly obviously the greatest quarterback of all time, but I think it it matters a little more than that when you just have that much turnover, that much churn going through your Yeah. your uh your team. 
particularly with Alan um, Fournette. I think Alan Fournette's still good. I'm not really sure why they decided to not keep him or then cut him and re-sign him to a smaller deal, but I would have loved to have uh, Fournette on my team if I was the Buccaneers. It's a strange situation. I know their backup running back. I mean, we'll get into it more, but um, just to round things out, draft, I'm going to butcher this name, Kalijah Concy from Pittsburgh. Works, it sounds right to me. Um, Cody Motch was their second round picked as well. A lot of defensive heavy picks. I mean, it's not surprising that Todd Bowles is the coach and everything like that. Um, so kind of typical of what you would expect from a defensive coordinator turned head coach. Right. Um, yeah, just kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's, they're kind of back to the being the Buccaneers, not the Tom Brady. led. Yeah. Buccaneers, they're kind of back. Obviously. To, they're kind of back to where they were with, uh, with James, with Jameis Winston. Like it's kind of in just in that same, we're going to hang around in games probably, but you won't see us in the playoffs most likely. And I think Vegas thinks that as well. Uh, over under six and a half. It's a pretty set line. I'm I'm sure. I think they probably get get six. I think I'm gonna go under. And that's because one because of their division. Two because quarterback situation. That like Baker's not the worst quarterback to be starting the NFL this year, likely. But he certainly. No isn't in that upper echelon of, of quarterbacks or even top 15. Like he's probably 20 in like the top 32. I mean, they still have, they still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin balls. Like that's going to help you win games. Their offensive line is still very strong. They're mm-hmm. banking a lot on, I know he did well in like, um, spot minutes or spot snaps, whatever you want to call it. Rashad white. Yeah. You know, I I just don't know if that is what six and a half. What did you say? Six and a half or six? Six and a half. I their line is six and a half. I think they get only to six. That is like perfect. I, I will also go under. Right. For what it's worth, like touching on the um. The why they didn't like keep Leonard Fournette idea. They're thirty first in total salary. It's not like they have yeah. a lot of money tied up in players. Like I just don't know why they would have let him walk when you're gonna be average anyways. Like I would rather have, frankly, Rashad White, Leonard Fournette, and maybe a third, either if it's Keyshawn Vaughn or Chase Edmonds, as my running back room, rather than Rashad White, Chase Edmonds, Keyshawn Vaughn. Like I, I would rather replace Leonard Fournette with or for the other two uh, second and third stringers. I know he's getting old, but like he wasn't bad last year, and he's still pretty darn good when he um, has the ball in his hands. Yeah, I mean the one thing too. I know we're kind of looking at the offense of things, but like they still have all pro right defensive pieces. I mean Tavita Vea. Devin White, yeah. Levante David's still really productive even at his age. Mm-hmm. Shaq Barrett, Jamel Dean, yeah. Antoine Winfield, like they're Carlton Davis, like the pieces are there. For you know them. what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the Packers, like this year. 
they have a lot of good defensive players, but their offense is like a big question mark on if their quarterback can carry some of the talented receivers and players they have on on uh, on offense. I the difference would agree being, with that. I think Jordan Love is better than Baker Mayfield, or I hope he's better at least. And they don't have a they don't have a running back as good as Aaron Jones. Jones. Yeah. Um, at least yeah, not, I think not, that's a not this one. moment. Yeah, not this moment. They don't. They could be like this is kind of a terrible comparison because they were not good. <laughs> Even after making like a star trade, but the Broncos' defense was like legitimately good last year. Oh yeah, it and was. They it, could have been a better team if they had a better quarterback. Lose. Yeah, had a better quarterback. Had a certainly had a better head coach because yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff that you know follows a team that makes a sudden not sudden but a turn in mm-hmm. terms of where phase they're in. Should we move on? Let's do it. The Dirty Birds. The Atlanta Falcons. Dirty Birds. Team, I don't um, think it's going to be very good this, this year either. This entire team is, or the division is just meh. But go for it. Uh, resignings. Caleb McGarry, offensive lineman. Lorenzo Carter, edge rusher. Chris Lindstrom, also an offensive lineman. Um... Like the Panthers, they made a lot of moves. They had the second highest amount of cap space available, free agency, and they uh, spent a lot. <laughs> um, Jesse Bates, the third, Bud Dupree, Calais Campbell, Eddie Goldman, who I believe was on the Bears uh, a couple years ago. last couple years ago, um, Matt Collins from Las Vegas, former Mike like Hughes. top five pick, wasn't he? Top ten pick for sure. I'm pretty sure. Mac Hollins. Oh, no, 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 no. That this is the wide receiver. My apologies. I'm thinking of somebody thinking? else. I'm thinking of somebody else whose name is escaping me at the moment. Khalil Mack. Yep, that's who it is. That's who it is. Mike Hughes. Tyler Heineke. 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 Yep. It'll be interesting to see if how they do Desmond Ritter and Tyler Heineke, or Taylor Heineke. Like Desmond Ritter being. 27, 28, 29, 30, possibly 34 years old. And Taylor Heineke just being a price backup. Yeah. But I don't think that necessarily means that he's. I I think this will be a similar situation to Seattle last year where they had um, Drew Locke and Geno Smith having an actual um, like battle for the quarterback spot in training camp. And go ahead. Well, you never know. I mean, the coach coach could not have as much of a patient way of things when think you know you're in the regular season. See if they get off to a hot start or whatever. Right, you might start looking at more results based rather than development based. Mm-hmm. It's not like they invested a lot in Desmond Ritter, third round pick from last year. So if they end up wanting to just go the Taylor Heineke route, I don't think it's too much of a big deal to cut ties with. Dozen Ritter either at the end of the season or just let Heineke keep keep playing out um, Ritter's contract there. So, a um, couple trades too. Jonu Smith, tight end from New England, which I believe Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, he coached him in Tennessee when the both of them were there. Jeff Akuda from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, they made the you know possibly sneaky. 
decision to get him. Um, a lot of movement there. Made some splashes uh, in the draft. Yeah. Got Bijan Robinson, eighth overall. Uh, Matthew Bergeron improved their offensive line. Zach Harrison from Ohio State, I believe, was their third round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really lose too much either. They lost uh, again. Olamide. Olamide Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. I think it's Zaukis, but I don't. I'm not really sure. Um, and Rashawn Evans. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Nick Kwiatkowski linebacker. Um, Same issue as the um, I guess I won't say the same issue. It's not entirely true. Wide receiver room was ugly for this team. I was going to say the same issue as the Panthers, but I think this is the same issue as the um, I was going to say the same issue as the Bucks. What I meant to say, and I'm saying now, is this is the same issue the Panthers have. Young like rookie-ish QB, like a rookie in the sense that they don't have a lot of snaps under their belt and a wide receiver room with that leaves a lot to be desired. Drake London is by far the, the core piece of that wide receiver room. But then Matt Collins and Scotty Miller are the two and second and third string receivers. And behind that, you have a man named uh, Frank Darby and uh, Penny Hart. So, Stop those are Batman characters from like 1930. Right. Stop if you've heard those names before. Like, I just don't. Not great. Yeah, and maybe they also have Kyle Pitts, who should be good. Hey, he should be good, but it depends yes. on if the Falcons hate him or not. Like, hey, Falcons, if you don't want to throw Kyle Pitts the ball, I will drive to Atlanta and drive Kyle Pitts back to Green Bay myself. I'll even buy you an ice cream. Like. If you're not going to use your top five pick at tight end, why the hell did you draft him? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Over, under. Eight and a half. I think... It's high. It's it's a high line. But... I think the Falcons are going to be decent. I think they won't be. I think everything has to go right for them to get that, to cross that threshold for them to be a 500 team. So I'm going to say under, they probably get seven, eight again. Like they're not terrible. They have somewhat talent. I think B. John Robinson is going to be really good, but I think actually, you know what? I'll put it this way. If they start Taylor Heineke, I bet you they get over. If they don't, if they start Dozen Ritter, I think they go under. They have a favorable schedule too. Who do they but face? In part, what? What divisions do they face? Um, AFC South and the NFC North. NFC North. Ooh, we get the early Falcons Packers this week too. We do. So we'll see them very early. Okay. Um, I just look at the, the some of the players that they picked up. Is Clayus Campbell an All Pro at thirty-seven? No. He's not. But he'll be okay. But but he'll be good. They got Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda is a strong bet to make. I don't know if he's going to be great. Yeah, he's not. he wasn't good for the last couple of years in Detroit. But... And he got hurt, too. I think that was his rookie season. It was the year after. Um, Grady Jarrett's still on the team. Lorenzo Carter's a decent... You Forgot know. about that, man. Grady Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Bud Dupree. Right, who's been kind of up and down, but still yeah. productive player. It's basically for me, 
the pieces are there for them to be a middle of the pack team. Yes. I think it just depends on their offense. Yeah. And if Bijan Robinson can have a huge rookie year, yeah, there's no reason they couldn't be over 500. But how often do you see it? Like Saquon was one of those players that can make a huge difference. And even then, the Giants weren't good the first year of Saquon. No. Like it's bad. a running back while useful. This is getting into a whole different philosophical discussion, but our running backs don't really contribute to winning as much as you'd like them to. I'm only like the top all pros do. I want to make a bet here. I'm going to say you're going to go to insert betting website here and put down some no, money. No, no, no. I'm going to say I'm going to say tentative over. You, you're I the think same, they the same way. I, I think am. they get to like nine. Yeah, because someone's got to win in the division. That's the thing. Then maybe it's the that next. Also, season we'll is go it to. true? We've been in divisions where there's been sub 500 teams win divisions. The Packers division did it like three years ago, four years ago, as the the years before uh, Rogers or the last McCarthy years. True. The East has done it multiple times. The East has had multiple sub five hundred. And they've had a, and recently too. Right. And the Seahawks obviously did their thing. Yeah, off. like it's it shouldn't happen, but it does. And I think this division is in that realm of hey, it could probably happen. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm tentative over. Tentative over. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, rounding out the SC South, the New Orleans Saints. Um, resignings. Yes, that is right. Resignings: Jawan Johnson, Tedden, Will Lutz, kicker, Jameis Winston's back for another round. Obviously, in a different role. Actually, yeah. same role. Um, Andres Pete. No, he he uh, played for them. Winston did. Did he not? Uh, not as much as you thought. Oh. It was primarily Andy Dalton. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton's making the rounds. In the NFC South now, too. Yeah. Um, to know Capasagon? Capasagon? I love the effort. Thank you. Michael Thomas, I hope he's healthy because he's a good player. And Man, fun to watch, but... so does my fantasy team. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, arrivals. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foster Moreau mm-hmm. also follows with Derek Carr. Jonathan Abram took a couple stops from Las Vegas to New Orleans, Green Bay in between. Um, Jamal Williams, old friend. My young son. Your young son. I love Jamal. Nathan Shepard, defensive lineman. Kalen Saunders. Uh, Draft. Brian Breesey, who had they, I want to say that was a late first round pick. Uh, I believe so. Um, Isaiah Foxy, cue up Jimmy Hendrix. Uh, Kendra, <laughs> Kendra Miller, Kendra Miller. Yeah. And uh, late in the draft, they took A.T. Perry, a wide receiver from Wake Forest, who I believe we talked about. I don't remember, draft. but possibly. It's hard I, to remember. I'm pretty sure we did it. You might have looked at him for a pick, but I know for I don't remember the name. So maybe, maybe. Um, departures. Marcus Davenport went up north to Minnesota. David Anye Mata went to uh, Atlanta. Andy Dalton 
Carolina. Shy Tuttle to Carolina. Caden Ellis. Yeah, very. Shy Tuttle's a great name. It's a great name. Caden uh, Ellis went to Atlanta. A lot of a lot of interchangeable parts between NFC South teams. Right. Um, that was the Saints offseason. I think the Saints win the division. That's my take. Saints are over under is at nine and a half. So the highest of the South we've had so far. Yeah. I'm going over. I think they get to 10. I think Derek Carr is good enough to float the ship. And I think that they have good enough weapons around the entire team to make this sort of a, I'm not going to say cakewalk of a division for them, but I think there's like the, the talent level is pretty significant across um, their specialists over um, the rest of the division. Like Derek Carr, like I said, good enough to float the ship, but then, uh, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, when healthy, are going to be pretty good playmakers for Derek Carr. So Alvin Kamara. Yep. And uh, Juwan Johnson is absolutely torched the Packers that one at opening game two years ago. So yeah. he has talent. We'll see if he can put it together. Uh, Foster Moreau, we talked about, still pretty good. And they have a good line, too. Like They've they got do. Ryan Ramchek at right tackle. That's a pretty good right tackle to have. So, yeah, and they've... Defense is still there too. Mm. They got Lattimore, Cam Jordan, still productive, even though he's you know kind of getting up. Trauma value too. Yep. So uh, Demario Davis mm-hmm. has always been a very solid middle linebacker. They even have uh, Jack Heflin. Oh, the Iowa man. Uh, he was from Iowa. No, he was a Packer guy. Yeah, That's he, right. Yeah. He, he he like he did go to Iowa. But he was on the Packers uh, practice squad or training camp roster last year. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. That's, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, over under nine and a half. I would say over. They should win the division. If they do not win the division, something has gone wrong, or you know, whatever. But they mm-hmm. they should be the division winners. Right. Um. But how confident am I in that? I'd say like 75%. Gotcha. So enough to to be to to brag about it, I'd say. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump around a little bit. We'll do the NFC West next. And start and get them out of the way. The Arizona Cardinals. My word, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh report came out I think yesterday I saw it at dinner that Kyle Murray is hoping to come back week 1. So what? What? That's what he said. Okay. So we'll see. Big we'll see energy. Yeah. Um, resigned again. This is not the uh, not really what you're looking for as a Cardinals fan for resignings. Uh, Kelvin Beecham, Greg Dorched, and Will Hernandez. Greg Dorched is uh, they're like third string receiver at, at one point. I was just saying, it sounds like a wide receiver. Um. Kelvin Beecham, right guard. Um, and then Will Hernandez, right guard as well. Oh, no, I missed. Uh, Kelvin Beecham's the right tackle. And then Kelvin Beecham's the right guard. So um, they signed Kazir White and Zach Pascal. Me, noted Zach Pascal, Sam, like three years ago mm-hmm. when he played for the Colts when I thought he's actually going to be something, something. But um, I don't know. It, they. 
They they lost that a lot. Is, yeah, lost a lot. Lost DeAndre Hopkins, namely. Uh, J.J. Watt retired. Uh, Chosen Anderson, you may know him as Robbie Anderson, is gone as well. Um, Byron Murphy and Zach Allen, all all gone. We talked about Zach Allen on the Broncos' um, um, feet as well, or the part as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's not pretty for those no. those Arizona Cardinals. They drafted Paris Johnson to um, bolster their line, which they'll need considering they have Kyler Murray back there. Um, BJ Ojolari, a defensive end, and Garrett Williams, a DB. They only drafted one receiver, which is, I think, probably a problem. They don't have bad receivers like Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, and Greg Dorch will be okay. Zach Ertz is still there, but I'm not really sure how well he's going to slot in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have Trey McBride behind Zach Ertz, who did play pretty well behind um, behind Ertz last year. Um, mm. So, yeah. Over-unders... I could pull up quick, quick, but I don't think it's going to be very high. I don't think so either. Four and a half. Oh, that might be the lowest one that we have. Um, I think it is. I'm going under. I think it might be four, and they're in a division that has three possible playoff three teams. Possible playoff teams. Yeah. Well. The Rams, maybe. Rams are the bubble. So are the Niners, depending on who they have a quarterback. The entire division has potential. They'll still win. Yeah, the entire division has potential to be playoff teams. And let's put it this way. Those other three teams are beating the Cardinals. Yes. Yes. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's a gap year, and who knows what they do with Kyler after that. Well, they, uh, um, it's a gap year, and they lost Cliff Kingsbury. I forget who. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. I Who's forget. their coach? I totally forgot. Is it, uh, I think it's the other Eagles assistant, Jonathan Gannon. That might be right. That's right. Jonathan Gannon. They moved off from Steve Kahn, too. Yep. <laughs> um, enough about the Cardinals. I don't need to talk about them no more. Yeah, they're, they're going to be horrid. Yeah. The Niners. One of the most interesting teams, I think, of oh, recent yes. memory. They re-signed their center, Jake Brendel, their safety, Tashawn Gibson, and their enigma of a wide receiver, Jawan Jennings. Like, he's been the subject of many a fan article about what their plan is for him and if he can actually produce. So we'll see if he can keep putting it together. He ended the year quite well last year. Had some highlight games and things like that, but other than that, nothing too special. I think he's is more so inconsistent than he is anything else. Yeah. Um, they saw John Felici- John Feliciano, former guard of the Giants, uh, Javon Hargrave, the inside D lineman from the Eagles, and Sam Darnold. Noted haver of mononucleosis, Sam Darnold. Um, he is currently, I think, slotted to be their starter, if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, Purdy and Lance are hurt. Rock Purdy is currently questionable on the ESPN 49ers. Depth. But he's one. Like I'm guessing he's one of the depth chart. Uh, it's, yeah, Purdy is number one. Yeah, I I think it depends on if he's back in time. Because I think there's questions on because he got hurt like the end of the playoffs. It was like the, the, the end of championship, championship game. Yeah, the end of the championship game. I think it was his elbow, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yes. So it was the uh, Tommy. John. I don't think it was Tommy John. I don't. It, was, it might have been Tommy John. The UCL. It might have been. Regardless, if they might be starting Sam Darnold that QB for the start of the year, which isn't so much of an issue given Kyle Shanahan's offense, they they're affiliated to run the ball with people like Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Um, but obviously, if we're talking about those three quarterbacks. It means they lost Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, they lost Samson Abukam. If I'm saying that right, hopefully I am. Um, he was there. If you could excuse me, they're one of their edge rushers. Got a pretty nice deal with the Colts, so they still have Nick Bosa though, so that's not going to be a problem for them. Or, yeah, Nick Bosa's Niners, Joey Bosa's Chargers. Yep. Um, lost a lineman in Mike McGlinchey. He went to the Broncos. Um, Charles Omaniu, who we talked about in the AFC episode, I believe he went to the Chiefs. If I'm not mistaken. That sounds right. It is right. Just checked it. And then lost good old Robbie Gould. That's he's right. No longer with the team. Not sure if he's officially retired, but he is not kicking in San Francisco anymore. The current starter is named Jake Moody, which is not a good name for a kicker. No. You kind of want them even keeled. Um, no first or second round picks for these Niners. They drafted Jair Brown a safety. Jake Moody, who you just mentioned, and in the third round, by the way, third round pick, they drafted a kicker. So, do with that information oh. as you may. And then uh, Cameron Latu. So, who they? Who was the, the the kicker? Jake Moody. They drafted third round. I'm pretty sure, dog, because that's why I was so surprised. You know, the kickers that I like, they uh, you take them in the sixth round. Anders <laughs> Carlson. Uh, third pick or third round pick ninety nine. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. They had, they had yeah. three picks in in the third round and uh, Cameron Latu a tight end by the way. Um, yeah, Jake Moody kicker out of Michigan, but interesting. It may not be a bad choice. Um, twenty nine field goals, twenty nine of thirty five for field goals, but then um, 10 over 40 and 60 out of 60 on PATs, but they still kick from like the two yard line. So yeah, for what it's worth. Um, I'm going to be curious. That's what this over under is going to be because it really relies on health. I think it's going to be high, but 10 and a half. I, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. It's very health dependent. Their defense is still stacked to the masses. Yeah. I don't know if that's a phrase, but I'm making it one right now. It it probably is not. <laughs> um, I'm saying over. I wish you did the Rams first because I you took that was the team that you did for prep. I'm trying to remember who was on that team still. So. Because they cut a lot. I'm going to say over. It's the 49ers. Knowing. It's a good idea. Darnold. Knowing the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say over. Even if they're 11 and 6 or 10, 5 and 1 or 10, 6 and 1 or whatever. Right. That actually be under. But uh, <laughs> 10, 6 and 1 would be under. Yeah. I'll go over. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think they're, they'll be either the division winner or the wild card team for sure. Also, they just have they have Debo, yeah, and Greg Kettle, and Christian McCaffrey, George, 
That's like, oh yeah, I forgot Christopher McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah George see. Kittle. I forgot Christopher McCaffrey's on this team too. So yeah, over. What am I talking about? Yeah, over. Let's move on to those Rams real quickly because they lost a lot of players. Yes. They lost Jalen Ramsey, traded to the Dolphins. Allen Robinson, not that big of a deal, but still lost him nonetheless. Leonard Floyd, he went to the Bills. Matt Gay, Bobby Wagner, um, huge loss for them. Going back to Seattle, we'll talk about them in a second, obviously. But um, then they lost Nick Scott, their safety, as well as uh, Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson. That is like all of their line. There's a lot of players, dude. Wow. They had like a. I forget who they lost last year. I think they had a lot of their same team come back for the Super Bowl, like the the like the the run it back season. Mm -hmm. But this is like a okay. The wheels fall off the Super Bowl team. We're all leaving. Kind of departure season from the Rams. Um, they signed Demarcus Robinson, a wide receiver from Baltimore, and Hunter Long. He was in the trade uh, for Jalen Ramsey. Uh, they re-signed Coleman, Shelton, and Brian Allen, both um, players on their line. So they didn't really keep a, a specialist or anything that they could have. They also lost Matt Orzek to the Packers. Long snapper. Um, drafted Steven Avia, center for them, uh, Byron Young, a linebacker, and Colby Turner, a defensive tackle. Um, notably not in the first round because the Lions have those picks. So, that's Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the Rams over under six and a half. Oh, that is spot on. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this depth chart. You still have Stafford, who you hope is fully healthy after just getting obliterated. Yeah, last year was tough for Stafford. Cooper Cup also missed a lot of the season, if not more than half of it. Yeah, they still have him, though, but it, you can't really rely on him that much. to. Cam Akers, can, but... who requested a trade during the middle of the last year, they re-signed over the offseason, right? Or something like that? Yeah, he requested a trade. They didn't trade him. And then he played really well to end the year. So they, and they, and they, ended up, they ended up like making a deal together. Aaron Donald's still on this team, but I'm looking at this defense and it's like I have no idea who these guys are. Jordan Fuller, formerly of Packers, uh, desires. Remember that? I don't. They they he was a restricted free agent. And this Packers signed him to a deal, and the Bears matched it. Kyle Fuller. That's Kyle Fuller. Too many Fullers. I'm full of Fullers, Jordan. <laughs> You're full of fullers. Thank you for yeah, this. Me. No, it's okay. Um, man. Yeah, I went under. Yeah. This team it, could be really bad. Yeah. I think the two, possibly the two worst teams in the league are going to come out of this this, this division. I, we didn't have any peep, anybody really that low in the AFC. Not in the AFC, no. I like mean, you've the, hit probably the, like four the Texans teams. were like four and a half, or like for like five and a half, right? Yeah. Like, it ain't gonna be good. No. Under six and a half for me. Yeah. We shall see, though. If you have Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, things can happen, but there isn't much happening. Donald. There isn't much happening outside the rest of it. So, then it's just hard to stack talent with that when you just don't have talent to talent to get because you don't have first round picks. So, yeah. On to the division winners, the Seattle Seahawks. Pretty uh pretty important offseason for them. 
They re-signed Geno Smith to a very large deal. Good for Geno. Really good for Geno. And um, Jason Myers, their kicker, who they've had for quite some time now. Um, arrivals, Devin Bush, linebacker. I think he was from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. And then Jaron uh, Reed from the Packers, reunited with him after he left right. last year. Um, departures, not a whole lot. Like This is a good offseason for the Seahawks in that there really wasn't a whole lot of churn for them. Um, only loss for Shad Penny and Quinton Jefferson of like players of note. Um, they also lost Cody Barton as a linebacker. Um, Ryan Neal as a safety, but all those guys were like backups or something. Like they weren't really playing a whole lot of snaps in the first place. Um, as we mentioned, they got Bobby Wagner. That's a big get for them as well. Just mm-hmm. it's it was a good uh, a good off season for the Seahawks coming off of one of their uh, one of their more surprising seasons making the playoffs as good as they were after trading Russell Wilson. They drafted Devin Witherspoon. Holy moly. Devin Witherspoon, a D-back, um, pretty high up in the draft. I think that was like six or something. It was the Broncos that sounds, pick. Yeah. It was the Broncos pick, and the Broncos were bad. Um, mm. They drafted my my beloved Jackson Smith, Najigba. So that wide receiver room is bonkers, by the way. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and JSN is going to be really fun to watch. I'm going to try to watch as much as I can of that. Um, Derek Hall, defensive end, and uh, Zach Charbonnet. I'm going to assume that it's a Notre softy. Dame. Uh, I think so. Yes, I believe that's right. Um, but he'll go with the other young running back whose name is escaping me, Kenneth Walker. So Charbonnet did not play at Notre Dame. He, was he LSU? He was Michigan and UCLA. Oh. Yeah, mind then. Sorry, regardless, Kenneth Walker. Regardless, Kenneth Walker and I think Zach Charbonnet are going to be a good backfield. I think Rashad Penny was good, but oft injured, so I don't really. I'm not really sad that he left. Not, not that I would be sad as like a Packers fan, but I don't think it hurts them too much that he leaves and goes to the goes to Philadelphia. Um, considering that Kenneth Walker was so good last year. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks over under ready. eight and a half. What? Over easy. Yeah. I think they. I think this might be one of the best teams in the league. I think they're over, without a doubt. They got better. They brought Bobby Wagner back. Um, I am very. I'm, I'm curious as as to if they think Gino regresses. That has to be. That it has to be it. Like, I understand he was very good last year. I'm a Gino Smith fan. Just seeing it's a good story, but. How often does this sort of thing happen? I bet you is the thinking from Vegas. How often does a journeyman quarterback find it in the NFL for a season and continue to have it for the rest of his career? After what? Yeah, year seven, eight. However long he's been in the league, he's been in the league quite a while. Very. He was like, he was the first quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, after Mark Sanchez in New York. Like, he's been around for quite a while. He's 32. He was drafted in 2013. Yeah, so this is year 10. <laughs> yeah. So how often do you find a guy that that, that just finds it year 9 and then for the rest of his career, if he's 32 for the next 7 years, 8, 5, 7 years, does he really have it like that? I don't know. So that, maybe that's why the over-under is a little deflated. I'm not going to sit here and do analysis on it because it's not my job <laughs> to do betting, betting analysis. But... uh 
that's definitely an interesting interesting line. Yeah, I, I yeah, they well, big winners of the offseason between their draft, bringing back Bobby Wagner. He's still productive, even though he is, you know, again, probably closer to the end of his career than obviously the beginning. A vet leader, if nothing else. Yeah. Like he's still good. He's still going to produce for them. But if nothing else, a vet leader that this team can look towards to be the voice of their defense. Yeah, that this is a. Over even if Janito's going to regress some, he can't have as good of a year as he did last year. Maybe he does because you know, look at that wide receiver room. You add a, a receiver like that, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Kind of, he kind of replicates that year last year. Yeah, I don't think he wins comeback player of the year again. But no, <laughs> he might be disqualified. Just maybe based on how well we played. Um, yeah, I I think this team is probably one of the best in the NFC, at least that for bar none. Yeah, I think they win the division for sure. Uh, I should say for sure because the Niners are there. Um, I think it's going to be a, a fight for first in that division. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they didn't win it, just knowing that. I, I Dude, I'm really nervous for the Niners quarterback room. Like, hanging your hat on either three of those QBs is troubling as a team looking to win a Super Bowl. Because, like, I get it. Brock Purdy showed out as the 256th player drafted in the NFL last year and in the playoffs and when it mattered. But did, like, is that sustainable? I don't know. It's not something we've really seen before. Same thing with, like, Trey Lance. He wasn't, like, he was fine for, I guess, a game or two before he got hurt. And how does he look after an injury like the one he had? And I'm certainly not confident in Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold. Like, it's just a really tough situation for them. And as most uh, NFL teams go, they go as your quarterback goes. I'd be willing to bet on Seattle more than San Francisco, given everything. Oh, a thousand percent. I'd be more willing to do to place a bet on a Seattle Seahawks over than a betting the line of the, of the of the Niners. Yeah. 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 It just. There's so much variance that could happen on that Niners team that I'm not too confident in. It also doesn't help that they have like enough decent options. Yeah, I'm gonna call Darnold decent because he he's a starter. He's a starter, yeah. but he's not a great one. Maybe Kyle Shanahan be... makes like works some sort of devil magic, but I don't we've know. seen enough of Darnold to know that there really isn't a whole lot of like ability there to tap into. Yeah, so. Should we move on to the NFC East there, there, Jordan? Let's let's do it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com We're starting off with the New York Giants. Break out my... Chris Berman voice uh, brought back a lot of key players. Let's get to the re-signings. Daniel Jones signed to a big, big deal. So I forget the particulars. So happens when you make a huge leap in in year five. It's a fair, fair one. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, a key defensive cog for them. Saquon Barkley, as of I believe this week, signed his. Um, um I think. He might have signed his franchise tag, but I think a lot of the reporting was he doesn't want to play on it. I think there was a very, very empty threat that he would not play week one, but I'm not really sure if that's going to hold. Oh, yeah, you're, I think you're right. He doesn't right. want to play on it, and he's not thrilled with the team's negotiations which, from what I've seen, which understandably. Yeah. Just, yeah. the, just the state of so, running backs in the NFL right now is just kind of how it is. Tentative re-signing. Yeah. Well, no, he'll be there regardless. He'll be over there. But yeah. under what parameters? Under what circumstances and attitude. Um, brought back three receivers, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard, who have, he's always been kind of hurt. Yeah. It sucks. Um, I, I really like Sterling Shepard. Um, that was the resignings, arrivals, pretty big one. Darren Waller made mm-hmm. the trade with the Raiders. I believe only it was like a third and fifth round pick or something like that. It wasn't that much. Um, Bobby McCain, a safety from Washington. Bobby Okereke, Okereke? Yep. Um, from Indianapolis. Keem Nunez Rochez from Tampa Bay, defensive lineman. Ashawn Robinson from uh, Los Angeles, the Rams. Jameson Crowder, still in the league. Uh, comes from Buffalo, um, so did a, made the big move for Waller. Uh, definitely one of the biggest of the offseason, that's for sure. Yeah, because Josh McDaniels hates Darren Waller and vice versa. Yeah, he was not invited to his wedding. Uh, or broke the news of his wedding, something broke, like that. Yeah, like announced to the world that Darren Waller was getting married to uh, Kelsey Plum. I'm pretty sure. Yes, and uh, pretty sure uh, they did not want that public. Like, no. there it was a quiet wedding, and I think he got traded, like, a week after the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Josh. Um, departures. 
Julian Love, their starting safety, went to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie Richie James went to Kansas City. Probably going to be a, the next, you know, Tyreek Hill. Not a bad Nine. pickup for the Kansas City, obviously, but he was no. pretty good in limited use last year. Uh, Landon Collins had a lot of injuries. Uh, didn't really play a bunch last year at all. Jalen Smith, old friend, played a lot more for the Giants than you thought. Yeah. Um, and Kenny Galladay, they finally uh, parted ways with Sir Galladay. Because um, he wasn't good for him. No. <laughs> they handed a lot of money out to him, and then they benched him two years into his deal, I think it was. Yeah. They gave yeah. him like an $80 million deal. Still and unsigned, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get a deal. <clears throat> unless it's no. like the smallest amount. So... Um, Draft, Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. That was their first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Picked up a center in the second round, John Michael Schmitz. Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt, someone that we looked at uh, during the draft. He went third round to the Giants. Splashy offseason, I would say. I wouldn't say it's like – it's certainly not to the level of Seattle. Um, Obviously, we're coming off of Seattle talking about them, so it kind of – comparison but right. you make a big move with darren waller you get one of the premier tight ends in the league you're you know that alone is going to create some headlines right uh very interesting line for the giants seven and a half oh they are not betting again they're not betting on daniel jones to be the answer which like i and saquon barkley again there's a lot of drama with that too like, truthfully, I get it. Like, I I just, I get it. But, man, like, he he played pretty good last year. They like, were 9-7-1. and one. I've not kept up on the records, but they were 9-7-1. I think they played better than that. Like, I think they I mean, They played, won a playoff game. They went into Minnesota and won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Like, they... Pretty confidently. Pretty, they kicked their ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think they get over. That's not a uh, that's not a bad team in New York. Like I'm not really no. sure if their issue is with um, like just the team overall, or if they really don't think that Daniel Jones is gonna keep that production. But I don't know, dude. That's a I think that this entire division is going to be a little tough. Like, the receiver room is kind of, is kind of hard to work around. They're starting three are Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, and Paris Campbell. But then they have Darren Waller too, and Jalen Hyatt. I think it's going to be good for them. I think he was he wasn't so much who I wanted on the Packers as we discussed in the draft podcasts. But they love him apparently. He's been playing pretty well in camp and such. So still have Wondell Robinson and Sterling Shepard. Like. If anything, they've got options at wide receiver. And Waller now too. Yeah. I believe you already said, but yeah. 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 The thing is I don't really get it, but yeah, go ahead. They are playing the AFC East. Tough. So you have Miami, Buffalo, Jets. That's gonna be a fun game. Yep. Um They are the third best team in the in the division. Clearly. Yeah, and we'll get to Washington because they are going to be bad. Yeah. Um. 
So there is a ceiling to what they could do. Yeah. I don't know. I I I think they could get there. Gable's a good coach too. That's the other thing. Because like I look at the early part of their season. Excuse me. They start against Dallas at home. First and Sunday night. Pretty good game to start the season. But then their next three games are Arizona, early season San Francisco, and Seattle. Both of those NFC West games are... Or, I'm sorry, all three NFC West games. Holy moly. Excuse me. At Arizona is what I'm trying to say. At San Fran. And then home against Seattle. So going to Arizona, flying home, then going to San Fran is a little bit tough for travel. Um... Oh, and San Fran's on a back-to-back, or on a Thursday, I should say. So they might just stay over there, which isn't a terrible idea, and probably works out better for them. But um, I think they could win those three games, Arizona, San Fran, Seattle. I wouldn't say like that's out of the realm of possibility for them. No. And that's already three three games. You think you probably get at least two, possibly three in the division, if you sweep the commanders and take one of three from or one of four from the Cowboys and Eagles. So that gets you to six. And they don't play the Eagles until week 16, 16. and 18. They play them twice in three weeks. <laughs> so they have it tough with the out-of-division teams. Yeah. I... <sighs> yeah. What did you say, seven and a half? Seven and a half. Tentative over. I think it's over. I think the playoff picture will probably looks similar to what it did last year with this with all that three, with all three of his team fair. making it. Yeah, because it gets top heavy very quick. Yeah. Uh, with that segue. With that being said, I do think that if um, there is somebody to miss it out of the division, out of those three, it will be the Giants. Yeah. Out of the next. The last two teams are talking. The next about. tier, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go to the Washington Commanders. Get them out of the way. Resigned Darren Payne, defensive lineman. Tyler Larson, center. F.A. Obata. David Mayo. Danny Johnson. Rashad, or it's probably Rashad. Rashad. Rashad Wild Goose. Strong Amazing. name alert. Amazing name. Um, arrivals. Andrew Wiley from the Chiefs, I believe a tackle. Yep. Cody Barton from the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Jacoby Brissett landed with Washington. He's Abdul kicking. Anderson. He's still kicking. He might be playing. Uh, Abdul Anderson from Atlanta. Um, drafted Emmanuel Forbes, 16th overall. Jartavius Martin. Safety. Ricky Stromberg. Offensive lineman. Uh, departures. Daniel Snyder. Uh, I just realized I put Cody Barton on departures as well. This is how bad I am in my... Uh, give you a track of this. I can't believe you put Daniel Snyder. <laughs> it's a notable one. It's notable. It's, notable. It's, it's really funny. Uh it might be the biggest thing that happened to them this offseason because it is Maybe. pretty bad. Taylor Heineke, Wes Schweitzer, I believe, an offensive lineman. That was the commander's offseason. Not a whole and lot of movement for them. Honestly. Boy, howdy. What did they go last year? Do you, do you have it up? Uh, they went 8-8-1. Eight, eight, yeah. 
which That's... defies. I mean, they beat the Packers last year, and they, I believe, they will play them again this year. Um, they do. No, they not. don't. Don't listen to me. Okay, well. Um, um, commanders over under six and a half. I think this team is gonna be poop. I don't think they're gonna be poop. I don't think they get to seven though. I think they probably get to six. I don't know, man. I like the biggest thing for them. Clearly, is um is quarterback. They like they're they're playing Sam Howell. Like that's not gonna be very good for them. But they have talent on like everywhere else. Brian Robinson is good. Terry McLaurin is good. Jahan Dotson is good. Curtis Samuel is good last year. Yeah. Logan Thomas is good. Like this team has everything but the quarterback. Chase Young, they I believe only tended the there was something up with him too. There there was something up with him. I think he's back from injury, but um he's back from injury. I think they maybe declined his option. That is right. That's what it was. Um, they still have Kendall Fuller still... at uh cornerback, former of Packers notoriety, right? Right, Jordan? Mucus <laughs> <laughs> flying everywhere right now. Um Deron Payne. Darren Payne, I'm gonna just keep going back. Jonathan There's Allen a guy named Mont- Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat are still on this team. Like <laughs> Yeah. They have a third string uh D tackle. His name is Benning Potato. I don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> that's an apostrophe E at the end. Potea. I, I don't think it's potato. Oh. <laughs> uh, better hope Benning doesn't listen to that. I'm going under. I'm going under. I think this, I think if the Cardinals are not the worst team in the league, it might be much. I disagree. I think they're under, but I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they're just going to get outclassed. But it is just so. We just they do listen, have. We just listen. And they have a caretaker guy. Right. I know. I know. I know. Like, <laughs> their specialists are good on offense. Like, it's insane. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson are still the running backs. Uh, what's his name? Riverboat Ron Rivera might hate Antonio Gibson. Doesn't yeah. mean he doesn't have talent when he touches the ball. Brian Robinson was literally shot last year. And came back to the NFL and had oh, a great right. season. Oh, that's right. I forgot that was him. And he wore a big hat. Big hat, man. Big hat, man. And, like, they, they just have talent. They just... If, if Sam Hull is good, they, they'll be in games for sure. For sure. It's just a matter of finding finding the right fit for quarterback. It, which, which sucks for them. Because they... they what well, they pick at this uh this 16th. And that's that was like their death knell for them. They needed to be bad last they year with, to be Ta- bad. with Taylor Heineke to get one of the top um the top quarterbacks, whether it was Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young or CJ Shot or anybody. Like I'm surprised they didn't Levis. take Levis. Oh just, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised they didn't take him just to be like we kind of need one, unless they apparently very much believe in Sam Howell. But they, they just trend the middle. That's the part of That's the, the problem. That- like they just they just should have been bad last year. Yeah. Which again, you're not gonna convince fifty three guys to be bad so they can be better next year. But You have to be Steven Ross to be, you know, telling your coach to tank and right. losing draft picks that way. I think it's I what they should have done is just tried to get capital to hit on some of these other guys, like maybe traded Scary Terry or 
traded Curtis Samuel or something just to get more chances at getting a a, a DJ Moore esque right. Paul. I think you could have easily gotten that for for uh, Terry McLaurin. Like I I, I like Terry McLaurin better than DJ Moore, frankly. So I do too. It's what do you what do you do? But yeah, I don't I I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league. They shouldn't be with the amount of talent that's on this team, but. It's all comes down to if Sam Howell can throw the ball. Sam Howell has a Sam Howard serve, you know what I mean? <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Cowboys. A lot of resignings. A lot of resignings. Uh, it's actually resignings. I don't know why I was saying like that. Uh, Donovan Wilson, offensive lineman. Uh, or no, safety, sorry. Uh, Terrence Steele, offensive lineman. They re-signed Leighton Vanderesh, Tony Pollard, Dante Fowler Jr., Tyron Smith after an injury plague season, Jonathan Hankins on the uh, defensive line, Cooper Rush, backup extraordinaire, re-signed. Uh, arrivals made some pretty big trades. Not big in terms of like Darren Waller or um, DJ Moore, but getting Stephon Gilmore for... I think a fifth rounder, pretty big. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, another wide receiver in the room to join Ceedee Lamb, and for some reason I can't think of the other guy. I'm pulling up their depth chart right now. Why um, Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um. Re- uh, signed Ronald Jones, who for right now will be the backup to Tony Pollard. Um, Pollard coming back from injury. That is true. So we'll um, lost a fair bit too, obviously. Ezekiel Elliott being probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. The lost guys like Connor McGovern on the offensive line. Noah Brown, uh, kind of a decent slot wide receiver that popped last year. Dalton Schultz, head end. That's a big loss for them. Big. Loss that is a big them. loss. Like Jake Anthony Ferguson. Barr, Jake Ferguson of former Wisconsin fo- oh, Wisconsin that's right. football uh, notoriety is their now starter, but. Um, I think they drafted Luke Schumacher, Schumacher from Michigan. So yes, they did. Uh, Anthony Barr from Minnesota played, I believe, that was the only year that with the Cowboys. Yep. Brett Maher after his uh, yeah meltdown implosion, unsigned too, which is even sadder because that guy was a really good kicker for. He a long was time. really good for a while, and it just takes a day. Uh, I would argue it took weeks. Was it weeks? He was not good for a couple games. I thought it was maybe that game. Uh, I thought it was like a Cosby, or Crosby situation. I'll check, but I'm pretty sure it was a few kicks. Maybe you're right now that I'm thinking about it. Um, um, under for the, oh, I'm sorry. You got to draft picks yet. Yeah. Luke Schoonmaker, that was their second round pick. Mazzy Smith, also from Michigan, was their first round pick. Kind of usual Cowboys draft picks. Right. Um, Dallas Cowboys over under nine and a half. Again, I'm kind of bewildered by that. Yeah. I think this is the result of the division. I'm going to say over. That's, I'm, I'm going to say over easily. They play the AFC East, obviously. 
Um, but they also play the NFC South. Like their first sixteen six games are the Giants, the Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers, Chargers. Like they I I don't know. They were what, what was their record last year? Twelve and five last year. Yeah. I think they are on that they could easily be on that same pace again. Tony Pollard's a really good running back. Yeah. Ronald Jones could be a night. He's always been like a guy that I felt like he's better than what he's showed or where Lunch, he's gone. Lunch pill guy. Yeah. And they still have a really good wide receiver room. They improved on it. Stefan Gilmore still has stuff left in the tank. He was just on a terrible Colts team. Mm-hmm. Um, you were right. It was one game. It was one game. It was one game. He yeah. hadn't missed an extra point since um week 12 when he they played indianapolis he went six for seven on extra points they beat him 54 to 19 um he hadn't missed a um field goal since week 11 he missed one but had missed uh four all year but then missed four extra points against tampa they still won 31 14 and then went all for one against um San Francisco for on extra points, but then hit two field goals. So I think it just, yeah, he couldn't hit them when they mattered and they needed to hit him. He needed to hit those when they mattered, but I wouldn't blame the loss against the Niners on him. It, no, it, it's one point and they lost their offense. Yeah. Their offense was abysmal. I remember watching that playoff game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think comfortable over. Yeah, for sure. Um, rounding out. As East, the Super Bowl runner-ups, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, very busy offseason. Brought back Jason Kelsey. James Bradbury, who I believe was the pass interference guy that took the blame for the way the Super Bowl ended, but Think it was it not was. his fault. Darius Slay is back after briefly requesting a trade and then ending <laughs> fences. Lane Johnson from their offensive line. They extended Jalen Hurts to a huge deal, Big roughly deal. so. Fletcher Cox, I believe, took a pay cut to come back to Philadelphia. Uh, Brandon Graham, uh, linebacker, Boston Scott, kind of a platoon running back for them. A uh, lot of arrivals as well. Linebacker Nicholas Morrow from Chicago. Uh, Marcus Mariota is going to be the backup to Jalen uh, Hurts. They have four quarterbacks on their roster. Ooh, what? Marcus Mariota, Ian Book, and Tanner McKee. They have like back they have like a backup competition competition, but yeah. still they have four on the roster. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. Um Olamid Zacchaeus from Atlanta. <laughs> Just gonna say that's his name. Yeah. Terrell Edmonds from Pittsburgh. Contavia Street. Strong from name I believe that is oh yeah. I believe Arizona. Uh Rashad Penny. Greedy Williams, who I believe I said was on the Cleveland Browns. He's not on the Cleveland Browns. Surprise, he's with the Eagles. And uh, uh, strong name alert. A very, yes. very strong name alert for a cornerback looking to get picks. Um, and made a very I think it was day two of the draft, or even day three. DeAndre Shro- Swift from Detroit. They made the uh move to get him. Yeah, their running back room is really crowded now. It is. DeAndre Swift, who I'm not the biggest believer in, Rashad Penny, who I like, um, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. Kenneth Gainwell, perfect name for a running back as well. Yep, he do, he do be gaining well. 
So um, that's a. I don't know how they're going to navigate that because they can really only keep two or three of those guys. Um. Well, that, so some of those choices may be solved for them. I mean, Rashad Penny has been hurt a lot. Well, no, like just starting week one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can't keep four guys. No. I'd argue they probably don't need to keep three guys. Three. So it's just an it's just it's intriguing to me. That's all. Um, we'll go to departures first. Yep. They lost a lot of big names. Yep, they did. Marcus Epps went to the Raiders safety. Jerron Hargrave went to 49ers. Isaac Sumalo, um, offensive lineman. TJ Edwards, one of the Edwards that or one of the linebackers that the Bears took on the first day of free agency. Yep. Kazir White. Uh CJ Gardner Johnson to Detroit. Big, big loss for them. Big loss. Miles Sanders to Carolina. Zach Pascal to Arizona, right? Yep. Um yes. Yes. A lot of defensive pieces lost. A lot of turnover on that defense that was like the best in the league last year. Like they were as yes. good as they were because of their offense, but they were they were contenders because of their defense. Defense, yeah. Um they did make a lot of draft picks to supplement that defense. Jalen Carter, ninth overall. Where did he go, by the way? Just curious. Georgia. Hmm. Interesting. Uh 30th overall, Nolan Smith. Also went to Georgia. Hmm, interesting. Uh, <laughs> Sydney Brown from Illinois, I believe, a safety. Teeley Ringo from I don't like... know. <laughs> <laughs> the one hundredth pick of the NFL draft. Um, that was the Eagles' very busy offseason. They were not. They did not rest on their loyals following their Super Bowl run. They weren't allowed to. They had to replace all they the guys not. they lost. That is true. Um. I think they had a, a tough offseason given all their departures, but Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are just going to be good for them. Like, they're going to be Georgia football north, which is not a bad thing to be in this day and no. age. I feel without you revealing the over under number, I believe it's going to be lower based on a lot of the moves that they made or the departures that happened because. It informed how what they did the rest of the offseason. But one could argue that they might be better for it because they have obviously talent that could, is young that you keep for longer, but also is going to be ready to play right away, like between the Georgia guys and who they brought back. Mm-hmm. And they were, what, let me see. They were like 14-3 and three last year. 14-3, and three, best record in the NFC. Yeah. I think NFL. I don't think the Chiefs got there. Maybe they did. I don't know. Um, they're fourteen three as well. Okay. The over under eleven and a half. I'm going over. I'm going over as well. This team still has a stupid amount of talent on it. Their ceiling is high. Anytime you have a quarterback entering their prime like Jalen Hurts is to go with receivers like A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just yeah. fine. So they'll they'll win a lot of their games. And uh, they still have Jalen Carter on their line. And they have uh, Jordan Davis, who was like big brother to uh, – I'm sorry. I meant to flip-flop that. 
they still yeah. have Jordan Davis, who was big brother to Jalen Carter. So, at Georgia in college, so they're gonna they're gonna go out just fine. Like this team will be this team will be good. Yeah. I guess that leaves one division. <laughs> Our home, the NFC North. We'll run through it pretty quick. Not pretty quick, but we'll go through it as we usually would. Start with the Bears. The Bears. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, key re-signings. Because Lord knows that uh, <laughs> you needed to re-sign a bunch of players from that team last year. Which, credit to where credit is due. The GM understood that they sucked, so they let a lot of people walk. But two guys that didn't let walk... Dante Pettis, wide receiver, and Nathan Peterman, quarterback. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> but the arrivals are where a lot of this comes into play. Um, DJ Moore, as we talked about earlier. Tremaine Edmonds, the uh, linebacker from, I believe, Buffalo. TJ yeah. Edwards, we just talked about. Uh, Nate Davis, a right guard from the Titans. They sent him to a pretty huge deal to shore up that offensive line because, lordy me, they needed it. <laughs> um, Demarcus Walker, another around another on inside uh, D lineman. They gave him a pretty big chunk of change. Um, Bobby Tunyon is no longer a Packer. He plays for the Bears now. Andrew Billings and Donta Foreman, who we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, spent a lot of money, made a lot of moves this offseason, like just to just to figure it out. Uh, departures: Riley Reef and David Montgomery. So, Dave Montgomery is an interesting leave. I guess I think he left. He wasn't. He wasn't. He late. left. Yeah, he, to Detroit. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, it's not that I'm sure the Bears don't want him back, but I'm guessing he didn't want to be there much longer. Just in my humble opinion, considering they have Justin Fields doing a lot of their running. Yeah, Dante Foreman is now the starting running back on that team. So, Dante Foreman, Khalil Herbert, Rashawn Johnson, and Travis Homer. Herbert, I would Herbert interests me. He might be better than Foreman. I think he's like he certainly ran against the Packers in that. He's first he's the, the lowest version of Darren Sproles, I think. Like I think he's just like the minimum you got Darren Sproles, which I don't think is as a starting running back. But that's just me. Um, they drafted Darnell Wright um, pretty early in the first round. I think pick nine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because they flopped. That was the flop with. Yep. Um. Carolina. Carolina. Uh, Gervin Dexter, a D lineman, and Tyreek Stevenson, a D back. So those are your Chicago Bears. And this line is stupid, by the way. Seven and a half. Under. 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 It's just... DJ Moore helps them some, but that offense is really lacking. Their offensive line is better, but their running back situation is not that great. Yeah. Their best running back is their quarterback. If. Fields makes a huge jump. I could see them getting to seven. I don't see them getting to eight. No. That's just I. I just don't. Maybe they're accounting for like a couple more wins against the Packers, one or two more wins against the Packers. But I don't know, man. That's that's high. It's very high. And even though this division is kind of a toss up in a lot of ways, I think second through fourth is, is a toss up. Yes. I think first is pretty pretty locked down. Pretty yeah, but under. Under Jesus Christ, the over the, these lines are insane. 
which like they ca- I can't blame the website because the website's aggregating four different betting websites. So, I guess whatever. <laughs> Under seven and a half for the for the Bears. Um, move on to the Lions. Not a whole lot of re-signings for them. Just Alex Anzalone, uh, linebacker. Um, I think of notable Hard Knocks uh, feature ship featured. I believe I, I think he was one of the guys that was the Saints. No, it was the Lions last year. Oh yeah, yeah. duh. I forgot yeah. that they were the Hard Knocks. I yeah. did not watch Hard Knocks last year. I did. Was it good? I really liked it for the Lions. Actually, I thought it was a really fun season. <laughs> I saw a lot of DeAndre Swift, which colored my opinion of him. Like it, it made a lot of things make sense when you see that the Lions moved on from him. Um, their key arrivals: Cam Sutton, as we talked about, um, CJ Gardner Johnson, Marvin Jones, and Graham Glasgow. Um, I believe he's a, a lineman, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, yeah, right guard came from uh, the Broncos. They had a big draft. Jameer Gibbs at running back befuddled most of the NFL. Jack Campbell at linebacker in the second round and Sam Laporta at tight end also in the second round. Um, they hooked up with Brian Branch, the safety that we had looked at for the uh, the Packers. Hendon Hooker at quarterback in the fourth round, or third or fourth round, and then Broderick Martin at D-tackle. Um, I really liked their draft. I think they um, did a lot of things quite well. People kind of clowned them taking Jameer Gibbs, the second uh, running back off the board at pick, I think, like 15 or something like that. Uh, it was right before the Packers. I think it was, right, it was right after the Packers pick. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they moved back. That's right. Yeah. Well, no, the Packers finished better than the – the Lions finished better than Packers. Yes. They had the head-to-head. So the, the Packers – the Lions – Pick 12. The Lions? Yes. What? I believe they did the trade. Remember? I don't remember that, but okay. Any who's will be. We'll, Pre- we'll close this loop in a second. Yeah. The The point being is that a lot of draft analysts had Brian Branch as a first-round pick. The NFL did not agree. Sam Laporta was a second-round pick. Same thing with Jack Campbell. And Jameer, Goods, Jameer Gibbs was like a second, third-rounder. And they basically gave the explanation of if you just put Brandon Branch at their first-round pick and then put Jameer Gibbs at the third round pick behind or where Brian Branch was, then it's a fine draft. Like they, they got good value out of their first four picks and Hendon Hooker as the uh, Jared Goff replacement. He coming off an ACL injury, but has an absolute nuke for an arm. Like that could be play pretty well for them. Who was the trade with closing the loop? I went from, it went from Cleveland through Houston and Arizona. Okay, then. Got it. Yeah, a lot of change in hands. Yeah. So, yeah, really good draft for them. Um, departures, Jamal Williams, as we talked about, Jeff Okuda, as we talked about, and Evan Brown, their uh, center, who played 67% of their snaps, so not a big deal. Not like a critical piece. Your center should be playing 100% of your snaps, usually. <laughs> Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Right. New Mark. That's right. Um, <laughs> the Lions over under nine and a half. I mean, I'm looking now. I was coming in here 
being like, you know what, this is the best team in the NFC North. I think that's what it's going to be. And then I'm looking, and Jameis Williams is going to be suspended for, I believe, six games, the first six games, because of the gambling stuff. Yep. A lot of changeover in the running back room after a lot of success with uh, Williams and DeAndre Swift when he got uh, healthy again. Mm-hmm. Amon Ross, A. Brown, Marvin Jones. Still exists, yeah. Yeah. Jared Goff, I mean, he is a good quarterback. I think he's a good Dan Campbell quarterback. I still put him bottom 16 of quarterbacks. Bottom 16? Yeah. What do you mean by 16? There's the 32 conference? teams. There's 32 teams, right? There's 16 good ones and 16 bad ones so, on average. Oh, you're demarcating. Okay, so he's not even in I would the not say top he's. 16. I would not say he's an above average quarterback. He's in the below the equator. Correct. I don't think I would agree. Alas. And I would also... <laughs> um, like I said, I think he's a good Jer- or Dan Campbell quarterback. He's gotten a lot better under Dan Campbell than he did under Sean McVay after the Super Bowl. So I yeah. just, I'm not putting chips in the Jared Goff hand, essentially. But I think the Lions are good. Like, I think, I think it's over as well. Nine and a half. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say a tough schedule, but the NFC North um, opponents this year are just hard to begin with. Yeah. Um, face the AFC West. West. And the NFC South, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. No. Yeah, the South. Yeah. But then the Lions themselves play. Um. Who are? Do they open the year? They open the year against the Chiefs. That's. Wild. Their first two games are at the Chiefs and the Seahawks. At Chiefs, home versus the Seahawks. Which you remember from last year, they were in a boat race with the Seahawks and they lost were. because their defense was so freaking bad. Um, I'm trying to see who their other like random games are against. Oh, they play the Cowboys for no reason. Not no reason, but you know They can get out to a really hot start because after the Chiefs and Seahawks game, it's Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Buccaneers, Baltimore is a tough one. Vegas? Yeah, and then they're by. Then the bye, it's Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, yeah. Broncos. They could enter week nine with like two losses max. Not to say max, but two losses. If you take two or three from Kansas City, Seattle, and Baltimore, they should win the rest of those games. They should. Not that maybe they win against Pe- Green Bay as a toss up again. Like, it's whatever. But yeah. they have the, they beat the Packers twice last year. So. I'm not going to say that the Vikings once once, last year. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that the Lions should lose to the Packers when they just beat them twice last year. So then there was some churn, but they kept a lot of their defense and kept and got better at defense. So that's good for them because it was not a good defense. Over or over and a half pretty confidently. The Vikings, they had an interesting off season. We'll start with their departures because I think that's what really matters for this team. Um, lost Dalvin Tom or Tomlinson. I believe he was an interior D lineman. Yep. Lost Dalvin Cook. Decided to cut him. Couldn't find a trade partner. Still unsigned. Lost P2P. Patrick Peterson. Lost Irv Smith Jr. Tight end. Shannon Sullivan, who is a fine quarterback. Not really a hurt that they missed him. Or they lost him. 
Zadarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, and Adam Thielen. A lot of turnover on that team. And to make up for it, they signed Marcus Davenport, Dean Lowry, and uh, Byron Murphy. I think that was like their significant signings. They re-signed uh, Garrett Bradbury, or yeah, Garrett Bradbury, who was their center, who I think got hurt pretty early all year. Yep. And it was like just hurt all year. Um, gave CJ Ham extension, and they re-signed Alexander Madison to be their starting running back. Drafted Jordan Addison, wide receiver, and uh, McKee Blackman, a cornerback, to shore up that also porous defense. But still Whoa. have Justin Jefferson, still have Kirk Cousins, still have TJ Hawkinson, which is big for them. Hopefully he has uh, continues to be good for them. Not hopefully, but you know what I'm saying. If you're looking from a Vikings perspective, you want him to be mm-hmm. good. Um, and you still have Kevin O'Connell, right? Kevin O'Connell, is that his name? The hell's our coach's name? Yes. Now I got to double check myself because I feel like it's wrong. Nope, it's right. Former, I think, Browns offensive coordinator? Am I, am I lost in the sauce? I think you're thinking of Stefanski. Possibly. Yeah, I think I am thinking of Stefanski. Um, he came from the Rams before getting the Vikings. That's so. right. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Under the Sean McVitry. Minnesota Vikings. Eight and a half. Below the Lions, notably. Very notably. I'm torn. I wish I could go go push because I don't know. <laughs> it's a very uninspiring offseason. Yeah. They lost. They got a lot. worse. They got worse. I still think it's over. You have a guy that went for almost 2,000 yards last year. And the same quarterback throwing to him. The start of the season is not very kind of them. Who do they play? Buccaneers, Eagles, Chargers, Panthers, Chiefs, Bears, 49ers, Green Bay. So that's the first eight weeks. Oh, man, they have a late buy too. They buy their bias week 13. I mean, they were. Uh, I mean, they could go like three and three through the first six weeks. Tampa, Carolina, and Chicago. They were 13 and four. And they had a negative three point differential. Yeah, last year. Yep, they were they were frauds. We saw it. <laughs> um, tentative over. I'm gonna go over. I think you got you kind of have to. Yeah. And that but, leaves. But what? I was just gonna say they're not gonna be good. I don't think they're gonna be a contender. No. No. But that leaves. Our hometown Green Bay Packers. We've we reached the end. We're going for it. Key losses. Some quarterback that no one cares about. Adrian Amos. We talked about. We, we guys know all this. Al Mazard. Bobby Tonyan. Dean Lowry. Randall Cobb. Chris Barnes. Um, Mercedes Lewis still not signed. I'm not really sure he's going to sign with anybody again. Um, that was really it for, for big losses. Big signings, Jonathan Owens. Got <laughs> a big, big safety signing. Yeah, um, the various more. <laughs> Another big safety signing, and uh, Matt Orzek, the uh, long snapper. 
not a whole lot to do for Packers uh, signings, but we kind of knew that going into the offseason, given the, uh, the cap problems with Aaron Rodgers and just things they had to navigate with his guarantees. So Who? Whomst? Who he? He sucks. Maybe. Um, you guys know all the Packers uh, information, draft picks, Lucas Van Ness, Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. It's going to be an interesting year for the Packers. I'm very curious as to how they start the year. Because uh, their schedule is as follows. At Chicago, at Atlanta, versus New Orleans, versus Detroit, at Vegas. We talked about this in the schedule release. If Jordan Love is good, that might be 5-0. Like, there's not a lot there in those first No, the Lions are the best team of that bunch. Yeah, Thursday night against the Lions. Yes. So... Four and one, five and zero. Oh, like that couldn't be a too bad start to the season. Having finished third in the division, we get that little nice bump for the rest of the schedule. But uh, we talked about it. I think this was like our big deal when we talked about our schedule predictions. I think we had them like your ten eleven wins, didn't we, Jordan? <laughs> like, I want to say we had them high. Do we do you have the over under? Seven and a half. Over. I think it's solidly over. Like they brought back a lot of good players on their defense. Notably Justin Hollins. I don't want to say notably to make a joke out of it, but like <laughs> I don't want to make a joke out of it, but like he was good last year. He was good. I know I'm just it's funny that he was the first one, but it makes sense. Aaron Jones is back, despite all of the thinking he might not be. Keyshawn Nixon is back. Like, I'm excited. I think this team is going to be interesting, to say the least. And It'll be interesting. I, 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 sorry, go ahead. I don't. I know we're very we're very critical of the other teams that have younger rosters and be like they can't do it that when it comes to the Packers. We're like, you know, you look at that schedule <laughs> and we're like that's the one thing is that this is a young team. It's a young team, but they're experienced young. Like the offense is yes. The offense is young. Yes. I'm sorry. The quarterback and receivers are young. Skill positions. They have veterans at running back veterans on the line and then their entire defense is veterans yeah like you're thinking your corn the youngest guy in your secondary is outside of safety but is eric stokes like you still have jair razul out there on on the on the sidelines you have devonja campbell in the middle kenny clark in the middle or on, on the d-line like there's a lot of veterans on this team that have 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 had have had winning experience and I think that's what's so cool about this team is that I'm gonna I wanna make the, the I'm gonna make the comparison. Like the commanders, the the quarterback play just needs to be there. Yeah. And if it is, they have a chance to be good. It's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get into more of it. Obviously, we're a Packers podcast after yeah. all, but I do 
now that we're getting closer to the season and you know, you look at the schedule and how we were just like, oh, you never know. I do feel a little bit more confident. Like my vibes going into this year are vastly different than how it was last oh, year. Oh, the vibes are amazing, dude. I'm so excited. I love a good low expectation Packers season. It's so awesome. It's great. I just go to go in and see guys play and develop. Like just like the defense I'll be critical of because they're the same unit essentially. Like there's not a lot of turnover on that on that defense. And run by the same person. And run by the same person. I'll be critical of Joe Barry throughout the entire uh, uh season. Yeah. But on offense, we get to see Christian Watson year two. We get to see Romeo Dobbs year two. We get to see two starting tight ends and Tucker Kraft and Luke Musgrave. Jaden Reed's gonna be mixed in there. That's the key. Like, it's gonna be fun, dude. It's gonna be, it's fun. Gonna be fun. And we're gonna be here for you guys. Through it all. Training camp starts in as you're listening to this, it'll probably be Monday Nine or days? Tuesday. Ten days? Ten ish days. It's Saturday now. Spoiler alert. Um training camp's around the corner. So with that being said, thank you for listening. Next week, after you listen to this one, so that'll be this week. A little bit of a time messiness there. We're gonna get into some training camp battles. Some players to watch out for in training camp and what positions we think are gonna be the most important to watch as training camp starts on July 26th, I believe. Or no, 25th. Yeah. 5th and 6th, I think, is one of the, one of those two days. Um, So, regardless of it all, that's the podcast. Be sure to check out all the other GSPN podcasts. Eurostep. Make time for this. That just dropped their bear episode. So go listen to that. Um, cruising for a bruising. Brewers picked up game one on Friday night. Obviously, this is Saturday, so I don't know how the series ended. I just listened to this on Monday. But I promise you, if you open your podcast play app right now, you'll find a fresh episode of Cruising for the Bruising. Cruising for a Bruising with Andrew Snyder and Adam McGee talking about the results of that Reds series. And then Ty and Rohan obviously always have Eurostep um, covered for Bucks News. And you and Adam have it covered as well. For all everything Milwaukee Bucks. Anything else, Jordan? Anything else you want to wrap up with? No. Packer season is almost nigh. It's, yeah, it's so Just ten more, ten to eleven more days, and then we're we're back in the rhythm of things. That's right. All right, folks. Thank you for listening and tuning in. We will catch you next time. And Jordan, thank you. Thank you.